Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here back for the first instalment for season five of the show. Absolutely delighted to be here once again after what has been quite an extensive little layoff. Uh, what are we? I reckon the last episode was probably back in probably back into June, early July there. So it's been a couple of months now. Uh, super, super pumped to be back, feeling refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready to go for a massive season of NBA and NBL action. Uh, the NBL is well and truly into the thick of things at the moment. The NBA just around the corner with the season 2023-2024 officially tipping off in a couple of days' time. So I thought it was quite a prudent time to get back into the swing of things and uh, give my uh, give my thoughts on the lay of the land at the moment. Before we get into the show, though, a couple of quick housekeeping points. A big shout out once again to the two networks that we continue to be a part of. Super, super proud to continue our good work with both Stadium Scene and The Cover. In our absence, they have been continuing their good work for a whole host of other content creators, should I say, across Australia, New Zealand, the US and Canada. So very, very excited to once again be a part of those networks and continue our relationship with them. Also, you might notice doing this one solo, um, just want to shout out Rowan Lee their massive, massive contributions to the Daily Dribble over the last few years. Both the fellas are going to be taking a bit of a break just to kind of shoot some other creative endeavours. So certainly wish them all, or wish them both, should I say, the very, very best. Cannot thank them enough for their support um, and all their hard work. Certainly don't think they'll be strangers to the show and uh, certainly look forward to hopefully chewing it up again with them very, very soon. As always, Continue to stay up to date with all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok for all the latest news across the NBA and the NBL. All those platforms will once again be ramping up now that uh, I'm back in the swing of things. They've been somewhat dormant over the last few months, but uh, rest assured they will be back fit and firing over the coming days. So certainly be sure to check them all out for the latest news. Okay, let's get into things. Today's just going to be a very kind of brief, quick episode, just getting a bit of a feel for things once again. Um, to be perfectly honest, I was somewhat nervous, somewhat nervous about jumping back behind the uh, behind the camera here, getting the mic out. Uh, but uh, I was kind of hoping it was like the analogy, just like riding a bike, fitting into it again very seamlessly. I hope. Um, but today's just going to be a quick episode, giving my kind of thoughts on some of the some of the big talking points to come out of the off season. A lot of them are weeks, maybe months old, um, but I thought I'd just touch on them and the impact that they'll have on their respective teams. So without further ado, let's get into things. Daily Dribble. Starting first and foremost with the news, well, I'm trying to remember what month it was now. It was probably what are we now? October, it would have been September, um, with the Milwaukee Bucks signing Damian Lillard there. It really felt like it was never going to happen. But Dame has finally departed the Portland Trailblazers, um, and what a move it was. It's been a long time coming. Last season, Dame averaged 32 points, five rebounds, seven assists, and he now links up with arguably the, the league's best player in Giannis Antetokounmpo there. Despite losing Drew Holiday, this team is ridiculously deep and ridiculously scary, especially that starting five they possess, consisting of Dame, Giannis, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, and most likely at this stage, Malik Beasley. That is extremely, extremely potent on both ends of the floor. The size they possess with Brooke and Giannis, you know, most notably, that is going to very, going to be very, very tough for teams to break down in the interior there. But on the offensive end as well, they're going to be lights out. 
Now, those two aforementioned names are going to be unstoppable in the paint, but also that shooting they possess within Middleton, Dame, and Beasley, they're going to be very, 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 very tough to stop. And probably, you know, at the moment, alongside the Nuggets, alongside the Celtics, they probably round out the championship top three at this stage, I would say. Um, but fantastic to see Dame get a new lease on life, a fresh change of scenery. Hopefully it reinvigorates him. And, you know, as I said, I, th- I think this move certainly catapults them into title favorite status once again. Going to be super, super fun to watch. You know, I was kind of of the thought that when they made this move, you know, their defense would certainly lack a little bit. Losing Drew, that is a very, very big hole to fill. I think they're still going to be fine on that end of the floor. But offensively, I don't know how many teams are actually going to be able to keep up with them. They're going to be putting up a buck 20, a buck 30 every night. And somewhat like the Kings over the last few years, each game's essentially going to feel like a bit of a track mate. So very excited to watch their games. I think they're going to be must-watch TV. Very, very high on many people's NBA league pass, I would imagine. That being said, just on a uh, a little side note, I don't actually mind what the Trailblazers have done here, where they're at at the moment. This team will now be undoubtedly focused on Anthony Simons and the number two overall pick there, Scoot Henderson. But they're going to be really supported nicely by Jeremy Grant, Malcolm Brogdon, DeAndre Ayton coming over from the Suns there as well in another big move in the offseason. I'm, I'm actually quite excited to see what this iteration of the Blazers will look like. They're kind of a they're gonna be a plucky team at you know a high watermark, possibly a playing team. That probably feels like a bit of a stretch given how deep the West is. That being said, I think they're gonna they're not gonna be a team you'd want to face and could certainly cause quite a few upsets and potentially play havoc with the standing. So uh very excited to see where they're headed at the moment. But likewise for the Bucks, Dame there linking up with Giannis. That's a pretty unstoppable duo right there. So watch this space to see how that all unfolds. Speaking of Drew Holiday and the Celtics, um, they got their man. They've got their Marcus Smart replacement there, a defensive dog who can also contribute. Probably, It's probably underrated his actual offensive output. He averaged 19 points, five rebounds, seven assists last season. As I said, whilst also being regarded as one of the league's most tenacious defenders, uh, he's really going to, I think, a perfect... He's, he's a step up from Marcus Smart. So in addition to signing him, they've also got a hold of Chris Stapps, Porzingis, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum entering, starting to enter their prime now. I really think the Bucks and them are going to be battling it out in the East. Don't have a lot of faith in Philly. Don't have a lot of faith in the Heat. I think the Cavs are still probably a year or two away from actually being genuine contenders there. So it does feel like a bit of a two-horse race at the moment between the Celtics and the Bucks, um, And for good reason, they deserve to be there. Jason Tatum going into the season, probably one of the MVP favourites at the moment. His game has continued to elevate over the last couple of years, and he's really asserted himself as that number one guy on the team. Uh, it really looked like it was Tatum and Brown, 1A, 1B, pretty well like for like. Each guy kind of had his moments here and there. But just over the last probably 12 to 18 months, Tatum has put the foot down and has really asserted himself as the number one guy on this team and and one of the top guys within the league as a whole. So really looking forward to see him hopefully step up even further, possibly a top three MVP candidate there. You'd expect once again going All-NBA first team, hopefully. Uh, And if everything lines up like that, the Celtics should be well and truly, it's got to be an Eastern Conference Finals at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. Um, but the depth they have, 
really excited to see how they actually play out with Porzingis and Horford. Uh, looking at this stage, if they'll start Porzingis at the five, have our, our Horford come, at, come off that, that bench roll, sixth man kind of role there. Um, but it does alleviate a little bit of the concern around Porzingis and his health issues. So as much as I hate to sh- say it, shout out to Roe, the Beantown boys. They are looking the business once again this season. He's hoping they can get over the hump that's, you know, they've, they've been to and fro in the last couple of years, couple of years, should I say, in and around the pitcher. Haven't quite climbed to the mountaintop just yet, but they are one of the teams to beat again this season and will go very, very close to getting that elusive chip. I had to mention him. I've got the jumper on. If you're watching on the YouTube, you will see the new purple jumper. Um, my boys, the Lakers, a, a couple of big off-season moves took place. Um, multiple signings, getting a hold of Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish, Torian Prince, who I think might be one of the steals of the off-season, Christian Wood and Jackson Hayes. All these signings have given them some much-needed depth and will hopefully alleviate a bit of the pressure on LeBron James. Now, LeBron will be 39 on December 30th. No longer can he carry, no longer can he be the main guy on this team. Now, despite averaging 29 points, eight rebounds, seven assists across 55 regular season games last year, the key will be keeping the King healthy until the games actually matter. Till the postseason comes around, it's imperative that they essentially wrap him in bubble wrap and minimize the load he's got to carry. Um, you know, the Lakers will need players such as Austin Reeves. D'Angelo Russell, and in particular, Anthony Davis to step up big time here. Davis's productivity is fantastic when he's on the court. The key is keeping him on the court. Across the last three seasons, he's played 56 games, 40 games, and 36 games. That is just not good enough for a guy who was meant to be carrying the franchise at this point. He is meant to be the face of the franchise, the number one guy, the go-to. Everything runs through him. It has simply not been the case. LeBron is still that guy, partly in turn because of his actual output, partly in turn because of his actual ability to be on the court, um, even at his age. But pending good health, who knows how how far this team could go? I think people are probably sleeping on them a little bit. All the talk is once again surrounding the Nuggets. The Clippers are starting to make waves as well with Paul George, Russell Westbrook, hopefully a healthy Kawhi Leonard there as well. Uh, the Warriors with their off-season acquisition of Chris Paul. The Lakers are sneaking under the radar just a little bit there. So, you know, if AD can stay healthy, touch wood, um, he could potentially be a dark horse MVP candidate as well. We've seen how good he actually is when he's playing, when he's in a rhythm, in routine, gets the boards. He's actually a a probably better than average playmaker as well. Um, He started to develop the ability to hit the three ball. He could be an MVP candidate. I wouldn't be putting my my savings on it, but uh, if you're a bit of a punter out there and you like a long odd, he could be the one to go for. And if that all plays out, the Lakers could really go all the way, I believe. You know, with with the LeBron, he should be hitting his stride with probably five games to go in the regular season. We don't need him fit and firing in December, in January, in February even. It's more about March, April, coming into the NBA Finals, hopefully, in June there. That's where we need him hitting his stride as a Lakers fan. So... With that depth they have, as I said, Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish, Torian Prince, Jackson Hayes, Christian Wood, alongside Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell. That is a very, very deep, very well-rounded squad. And to be honest, as a whole, probably one of the best squads LeBron's actually played with before. 
But as I said, turning 39 in December, he can't carry this load. So for me, that is my big hope as a Lakers fan. AD, stay healthy, stay on the court, and be the guy that we signed you as. The number one guy for this franchise. LeBron's not going to be here forever. It might feel that way, but he's not going to be here forever. So um, as a fan, it's key to enjoy it, embrace it. Um, But I certainly want to see it when the games actually matter more so. As I mentioned, the Warriors, they're signing Chris Paul. It's um, hard to believe he's actually linking up. Like two, of the, Probably two of the best point guards in the league in Steph Curry and Chris Paul linking up together. This is going to be a dynamite team rounded out by Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney. Um, they're going to be scary once again. Dub Nation is looking, you know, there's a lot of rumblings in the Bay Area that they could go all the way once again. Again, the big cause for concern for them at the moment is their age. An aging team there, Steph getting older, Chris Paul, one of the older players in the league as well. It's all about health and load management, I think, for these guys. But I've said it about the Warriors the last couple of years. I don't think they're going to be too concerned if they finish 6th, 7th, 8th. As long as they make the playoffs, they're going to be a tough out. They'll back themselves. They'll back their experience, their championship pedigree to get themselves over the line. And for Chris Paul, this is probably his best and you could even argue maybe his last chance to actually get a hold of a ring. The league in both the Eastern and Western conferences is continuing to become more well-rounded, more the talent's more evenly dispersed. It's getting harder and harder to make finals, to make conference finals for that matter. Um, so for the Warriors, as I said, aging at the moment, this could be one of the last rolls of the dice for them. Might I just say as well, have the Warriors mucked up potentially? Letting go some of these young guns, in particular Jordan Poole there, had an absolute field day for the Wizards in a preseason game, dropping 42 points the other day. Um, Hopefully a sign of things to come. Were the Warriors maybe holding him back a little bit? But uh, rest assured, he's going to get every and any shot he wants while out at DC there. Uh, Very excited to see what he can do alongside Kyle Kuzma there, but uh, certainly don't expect them to make too many waves. Guys, there you have it. There's a very, very quick, just a little snapshot of some of the things that have stood out to me over the last couple of weeks, um, things that I'll be taking note of heading into the season, starting in a couple of days' time there. Today was more or less just thinking back into things. Um, you know, I will build into it. As I said, the social media will be coming back. Episodes will be coming out regularly once again. But today was more so just about dusting off the mic, getting back into the flow of it, reconnecting with you guys once again. Um, But for myself, I'm absolutely buzzing. I think this is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal NBA season. I'm buzzing to say the least. Um, I think there's so many exciting players, so many exciting storylines. Certainly very excited to see the French phenom, Victor Wembenyama, make his debut in a couple of days' time. What we've seen from preseason there is certainly lively. Um, But when you're being touted as the best talent, arguably the best prospect, should I say, since LeBron James, There's a lot of weight and expectation that comes with that. So certainly looking forward to seeing how the young man deals with that. Guys, as I said, everything will be ticking over over the coming weeks. So continue to stay up to date with the show and the social media channels, wherever you get your NBA news, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Simply search The Daily Dribble and follow, subscribe, connect with me and connect with all the latest NBA and NBL news. The NBL season, as I said, is in full swing at the moment. We are five, six, seven games in for most teams. 
I'll hopefully over the coming weeks be uh, hopefully getting back into the MDL show side of things as well. So look forward to uh, speaking about that very, very soon. That being said, I've rambled well and truly long enough for this show, guys. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy the start of the season in a few days' time, and I can't wait to recap the start of it all with you. Till then, take care, guys.